Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit. Each episode is a collection of random, funny content picked from around the web, like Tales from Tech Support, Entitled Parents, Choosing Beggars, Pro Revenge, and more. Today's episode comes to us from r slash I don't work here lady. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let this be a lesson. Context. This story is about my sister, who is very much into the goth scene. My sister is also a teacher, and for professional reasons, she tones down the goth for school, but still wears a lot of black and gothic jewelry to work. Now on to the story. Last school year, my sister had a student teacher named June. June was a lovely girl in the classroom, great with the kids, and my sister could tell she would be a great teacher one day. She got along with my sister well enough, but she thought my sister was weird. Well, for being goth. But being in her 30s, my sister really didn't care. But one weekend, my sister went to the mall with a couple of friends, looking like she came out of a Charlotte Bronte novel. Not sure who that is. Anyway, she had really pale skin and dark makeup. She went into a candy shop, and lo and behold, there's June. My sister went away from her group of friends and to strike up a conversation with June. And here's the interaction. Hey June, how's your weekend go? She was interrupted by June. Yeah, you can get me like three pounds of jelly beans and some item I can't remember. My sister looks at the candy store employees who were wearing blue bright shirts and aprons with the store name on them. My sister looks like Morticia Adams. Maybe weekend brain? June, it's me, Mrs. F, your mentor. Yes, so? You work in my classroom at Catholic school. And your point is? It's me, Mrs. Franklin. Not her real name, obviously. Again, so what? I need jelly beans and some items I can't remember. Look, I just came to say hello, but obviously not. You are being really rude right now. How dare you? I go to a fancy college and student teach at a Catholic school. I'm getting the manager. Oh, sure, go ahead. I'm also going to go tell the headmaster about this incident, and your professor. God forbid you should run into any parents or kids outside of school. My sister walked away. She didn't email the headmaster or her professor, but did email June, telling her to meet her early on Monday morning. Monday morning comes around, and my sister looks less like Morticia and more like Abby from NCIS. My sister is one of those who, they're mad, she gets stone-faced, doesn't show any emotion. June comes into the classroom all chipper and smiles, and my sister gets up to greet her. June, we have a lot to discuss. First, did you not truly know it was me on Saturday at the candy shop? June's face went white, but she didn't say anything. Can you explain your behavior that day, or is that just how you are outside the classroom? Uh, I didn't recognize you at first, but when I did... So you double down on your mistake and make a complete ass of yourself. You're lucky I didn't tell the headmaster or your professor about this. Let this be a lesson. You never stop being a teacher outside of school. You may be the only adult your student may trust. If you act the way you did this past weekend and that student sees you act like that, you have just broken that trust. 
never do that again. June sobered up real quick after that. They finished up the school year. My sister never saw June again, but she hopes that encounter that weekend taught her something. Yep, I'll bet we all know someone like that. Some people have one persona in front of family, one in front of friends, one in front of colleagues, and one in front of strangers. I mean, you know, some people are just total jerks in front of everybody, but at least that's the real them. I don't know. I'm not sure which I'd prefer. Sneaky and multi-personality, or just straight up B? I don't work here, Karen. I live in southeast Texas. Oil country. I wear a PPE, personal protective equipment, uniform with my company's name and logo, along with an ID badge with the same name and company logo. I also live in a really nice suburb. I'll start off by naming all characters. I'll be T. Karen will be Karen. Walmart employees will be W1 and MG for manager. While visiting our local Walmart, I'm in the meat section looking for ground lamb when an older lady asked me if I knew what aisle the toilet paper was on. I shop at the Walmart a lot, so I tell her aisle 17. She thanks me and we part ways. Not two seconds later, I hear someone say, Excuse me, very rudely. Let's call rude lady Karen and myself T. Karen shrieks out, I tried getting your attention before that other woman. Why didn't you help me first? I respond, ma'am, I didn't hear you or see you, and I don't work here. That other lady asked me for help, politely I might add, so I helped her since I knew where the item was she was looking for. Well, since you helped her and know where things are, you must help me. I laugh and say, listen, C-word, I don't have to do anything, especially for an entitled Karen like you. Karen gets racist real quick. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, I'm Mexican in Southeast Texas. She belts out, well, what do you know, a lazy Mexican. My blood is boiling, so I belt out, listen here you racist C-word, get the F out of my face, F you and F your family. Karen's face turns bright red, and Karen proceeds to slap me twice. Then an employee walks over asking, excuse me, is something wrong? Before I could say anything, Karen goes off into a Karen rant. I asked this lazy Mexican for help, and as usual, he's too lazy to help me. These foreigners need to go back where they're from. The Walmart employee was Mexican as well. Karen then continues saying, Then, after I asked for his help, T slapped me and called me a C-word and a B-word. Meanwhile, Karen didn't know Walmart employees saw the entire altercation. Karen yells, I want to see the manager and have T arrested. The Walmart employee complies and calls for his manager over the loudspeaker. The manager arrives asking what's going on, and Karen repeats her lies. The manager asks me what happened. Then the Walmart employee what happened. The manager asks Karen, do you want me to call the police? Karen. Yes. Side note. If the Walmart employee hadn't come over when he did, I was ready to smack that Karen. The police arrive, all the while Karen going on and on about how I'm going to jail and getting deported. The police question all parties involved, then ask if there's security footage. The manager replies, absolutely. Karen then started shaking, knowing darn well what the truth was. The police watch the video and ask me if I want to press charges. 
I said with absolute satisfaction, yes, I want to press charges on this racist C-word. I forgot to mention the police as well as the manager are Mexican, and they all start laughing. The police then put the bee in handcuffs and took her to jail. I had to go to court a few months later and, and Karen received 14 months, two years probation and one year of community service. Karen was lucky she wasn't charged with a hate crime, but justice was served. While in court, I was able to make a statement to Karen and I told Karen, I am half Mexican and half white. I was born in Ohio and my parents were born in Ohio. Regardless, I'm of Mexican descent. And I was born here in America. Your racism is not tolerated anymore. I hope you get the justice you deserve in jail. Karen had the nerve to respond by calling me an S-word. But I had the last laugh when the deputy who took her away was, guess what? Mexican. I'm guessing Karen didn't have a good day after while going through processing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't doubt for a second that there are really racist people out there. I don't doubt for a second that there are really racist and crazy people out there. But there's something about this story and the wording that just makes it sound either either made up or embellished or something. I don't know. What do you think? Nip to Karen in the bud. Years ago, I worked in local news in a small southern city that was a popular tourist spot, especially among folks from the northern U.S., as this was a few years after the Great Recession and hospitality was the only real industry in the city. We did a lot of stories on tourism, business, flights, etc. I was at the airport one day preparing for a live shot and shooting some b-roll with my camera. It had the nationally recognized TV network symbol and the word news emblazoned on the side. Additionally, I had a stick microphone with the same logo attached to my belt. I was in a shirt and tie but had my sleeves rolled up and tie loosened. For reference, all airport employees were wearing polo shirts with the airport logo on them, as well as very visible ID badges. A group had just arrived at the baggage claims. I was making conversation with one person when a lady seems to literally part the crowd of people to head straight for me. This was nearly a decade before Karens were a thing, so I'll dub this lady Proto-Karen. She was in her 50s, but dressed like she was 20 years younger and was wearing an overly bedazzled cowboy hat. She looked as though she had lived, laughed, and loved her whole life, leaving a trail of mangled managers in her wake. She moves over to me like she has purpose and slinks one hand up on her hip. She looks at me smugly and says in a forceful tone, Do you work here? I say no, and it's almost as though she doesn't know what to do with herself. She sits there for a moment, staring at me, blinks twice, mutters, Oh, and just sort of dissolves back into the crowd. To this day, I wonder what she was about to demand or complain about, because she clearly had an axe to grind. The only thing I can guess was that she had not enjoyed her flight, as a few people at the baggage claim complained about turbulence, but I'm not sure what she expected an airport employee to do about warm air rising and causing turbulence. Too long didn't read. A woman prepares to chew me out, only to learn I don't work at the airport, and she slinks away, deflated. OP, you were extremely lucky. Usually when a Karen in the wild comes straight for you, they don't stop until they get blood. Mistaken at Walmart. This is a funny one. Well, at least to me. I have always been tall, so at 13 I was about the same height as some shorter adults. One day I went to Walmart with my mom and she left me alone to go grab something. I was wearing a baby blue sweater and jeans, so I guess that's why this Karen thought I worked there. 
I was looking at clothes and just minding my business when this woman storms up to me and very loudly goes, Excuse me. I kind of ignore her because she couldn't possibly be talking to me, and I was extremely shy at the time. She says it again and kind of waves a hand in front of my face when I realize, oh, she means me. The second I look at this woman, she immediately starts on about wanting something in another size and how I'm disgraceful for ignoring her and clearly bad at my job, and just blah blah blah. I was so taken aback and honestly scared because of how shy I was, I just stayed quiet. I didn't know what to do and just said, I'm sorry, I actually don't work here. She interrupts and yells at me to speak up, and now I'm starting to tear up a bit. But then she says, honestly, your mother has a lot of explaining to do. You're useless. Y'all, I snapped. Hey, I don't work here. I'm 13. And as far as mothers, I'd say your mom has some explaining to do considering how much of a bee you turned out to be. I'd rarely sworn before. Religious family. And as she sputtered, my mom came back. (laughs) She'd heard this woman and was rushing back as I went off on her. My mom just glared at her and then took me for ice cream. No one insults my mom. This marks the first time I was pushed until I stood up for myself, and it made me much clearer when communicating with people, though I'm still a naturally quiet speaker and shy at times. Still, I laugh to think this woman actually thought I worked there. I may have been tall, but looking back, I had such a baby face. (laughs) Good for you, OP. Sometimes you gotta stand up for yourself. If that means screeching and hollering at somebody, oh well. Ladies, are you going to complain about a little extra length? I was in my nearby Home Depot where I spend a lot of time, so I know how to find stuff usually. I went down the hardware aisle and saw a group of four women in their 40s to 60s. One had a machine screw, and they were looking for a big pack of them, looking terribly lost. If you know the threaded product section in these stores, it's pretty well laid out if you know how bolts and stuff work. I asked the one with the screw if she'd like some help and she was thrilled for the offer. I took the screw to the sizing chart. Okay, it's a 1032, one and a quarter inches long. I pulled the baggie with six screws in it off the wall, and she asked if they had big packs. I don't think they had that length in that big pack, but they had the big pack of one and a half inch screws. I asked the group if that would be alright, and one of them said it would stick through the back. I looked back and forth a little, finding the proper size. I handed the screws to them and jokingly said, That's the first time I've heard women complain about a little extra length. (laughs) They laughed and thanked me before I gave them my parting words. I can't get fired for that statement because I don't work here. Edit follows. Thank you strangers for the awards. No one present was harmed or offended in this story. How do I know? 1. I was there and you weren't. 2. These were Mexican women and they tend to have a raunchier sense of humor. 3. They asked where I was going next in case they needed more help. Hey man, if you can't have a sense of humor, what's the point? Sometimes you gotta be able to laugh. Laugh at yourself, laugh at other people, laugh together. Just laugh. Seriously. It's good for you. Some girls mistook my dad as their Uber driver. This happened years ago when I was still in university. My dad was picking me up from my college, and he brought my little brother with him who sat in the back. He stopped near my school gym. Keep in mind that my dad was never an Uber driver. He didn't have the Uber logo on his car. He saw me walking toward him, so he unlocked the car door. Then, suddenly, these two girls approached his car and started to open the back door. My dad, with his limited English, yelled at them because he thought they were trying to snatch my brother. 
These two girls were quite embarrassed and scared because the older man was yelling at them with an unknown language. I basically had to rush over to explain the situation for both parties. I guess this should be a lesson for all people. Please check the license plate of your Uber car before you open the door. Yeah, pretty good advice, OP. It's amazing how many people I've seen. You know, you would think it would be all drunks, but... No, sober people, business people, middle of the day, doesn't matter. They just walk right up to some weird, strange car and just jump right in. So, you know, with the way Uber works, you can either check the tag, you can walk up to the car, get the driver's attention, and ask if they're your Uber driver, and if they're there to pick you up. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do. And it's set up that way for a reason. Try to be thorough, guys. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.